What's going on, everybody? Hey, guys. Allie and Dan here for another episode of DNA Athletics. Uh, today, actually, real quick, um, since our last episode, we've hit over 100 downloads totally on, on like all different episodes. That doesn't seem like a lot, but that's like no, kind of cool. That's like a big accomplishment for not, us. That's a lot. I'm hype about that. <laughs> we, we kept looking at it and just, just saying how much... Like, like, our goal was 100 and yeah. we got there, so thanks, guys. Exactly. No, it's cool, but we appreciate you guys listening. Anyways, episode six, um, I don't really know a title for it yet, but I'm going to try and explain it the best that we can. So this is another idea that was given to me by one of my track athletes, and essentially it was in the track like scene, it's, okay, well, I'm a good distance runner, but I really want to pursue jumping. Now, the, the, the catch with those two things is... Yeah, you could do both, but at the end of the day, if you want to be a, an elite distance runner, you know, you have to be lean. You have to, there's, there's a, a couple different um, specific ways you need to be training. And then as a jumper, you're training completely different. So that's kind of what I'm talking about. But in the grand scheme of things, and what gave me the idea is should you pursue a sport that you enjoy? Or do you pursue the sport that you maybe might not enjoy as much, but you're naturally better at it? And that could go for anything, too. That can go for any sport or any... Even if you're a multiple sport athlete, if you really enjoy one sport, but are maybe a little bit better at another, or even looking at it from a coach's perspective, if you have an athlete that's... Again, like you're in your instance, when you have one athlete that's a really good sprinter, but wants to pursue jumping, or, or vice versa, I don't know how you worded that, but... um. Yeah. But so we're going to look at it from both perspectives and kind of see as, as an athlete and as a coach and what we kind of think of that. And maybe you guys can kind of think of it, too, and put some thought into it as well yeah. and what your, your perspectives might be. Yeah. And just to add in real quick before we break that down is another component to that is the whole mental side of it. So another example, you know, I keep bringing up track, but that's where a lot of the ideas derive from. Um I have somebody on my team that is a very good distance runner, and I think that if she keeps putting her mind to it, she could be elite. You know, in my opinion, I've seen her work work ethic. I know the type of athlete she is, but she doesn't like to run the events. So, you know, we kind of had a conversation, and it's tough because as much as I want her to do like the mile, for example, because I see a lot of success at a young age she doesn't really like to run the mile. So as a coach, I'm going to, you know, push it, you know, one, two, maybe three times. But by the third time, if like she really, really just doesn't want to do the mile, I'm not going to force her to do it. You know what I mean? Like it's, and again, it's a weird gray area because I know that I could see success in, in a distance event. But at the end of the day, I think that her well-being and happiness is more important. So if she wants to do, you know, shorter distances, then that's what I'm going to put her in. And then I'm going to adapt her, her training to get better at that. So it, it's, it's it, right. It's, it's a tough situation. Yeah, like there's, there's a very fine line. I, I, I get what you're saying because you want to do what's best for your team. And it's not, it's yeah, it's not even that, but also just for her, like, no, that's, that's I, yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a very fine line that coaches have to walk because again, you want to do what's best for, for your athletes and you want to, you know, bring home that winning season and those wins. But at the same time, you have to look at the bigger picture and you want to develop your athletes mentally, physically, and yeah. as adolescents grow and, and get better, you need to 
realize the impact that you have on them, yeah. especially at, at that stage in, in high school. So no, it is, it is a very fine line, but, um, how many times have you kind of pushed this girl to know, like, look, you're really good. Like, I, I think that you shouldn't give up on her and really kind of no, yeah, help yeah. her through that and help her see her potential. Um, and, and track is a little bit different. I mean, I'm not an expert at track, um, as much as, as you are. So I don't really know if, if she can do both, but from my, my ex, um, experience thinking of it in say basketball. So say you have a, a guard that is six foot and really has really good handles, but is way better down low and can jump out of their shoes and can grab as many rebounds as you ask them to. Where do you put them when you need them down low, but they want to be up top, you know? So I kind of think of it as in, in one sport. Um, what do you do in that situation? Yeah. I, I mean, for me, it, it depends on the level, right? So if we're talking varsity, or possibly college, I'm putting them where they're going to be best at. That, right, because you want to bring home the wins. Exactly, because yeah, yeah. at that at that level, I think that any coach can agree you want to win. So if you know that this kid is going to be... And then that's going to end up on on the coach to bring home those wins. That's, that's oh, the coach's yeah. salary to, yeah. to have a winning record. It's not even that. Just What do you say? Like, you know, you get blown out in a basketball game. Not, I'm not a basketball guy, but let's just say you get blown out and, like, media or, or kids or, like, athletes players parents are like like why are you putting him where he should be where he should be oh because he wants to play there yeah like what is that you can't do that yeah, of course, no. now even though this is varsity track again it's as it's it's more track is much more individual than it is team oriented even though it is very much team oriented it you know she's very young so i had her in modified and i told i was like if you keep going at this rate like you're gonna get pulled up and she got pulled up and so I've, I've been pushing the mile for you know i would say a span of 15 meets which is a lot hold on i just want to specify for those who don't know modified is middle school yeah so seven, I, I didn't know that i'm from yeah connecticut and I yeah didn't seventh seventh and eighth grade it's like middle school sports we just call it modified call so school. yeah well it is it is that's what it is okay just just double check it on but yeah so you know and and it's the same thing like you could like i'm not saying that she's not a, a good sprinter or a mid-distance runner because she's a very good athlete and she is good but just in my opinion i think she could be a better uh better distance runner than short distance it's like like for me um oh, i forgot what i was gonna say oh like for soccer like, I truly think that I would be a much better basketball player if I played basketball my whole life than I than I was a soccer player. Just because soccer, yeah, it's explosion and, and fast movements, but it's a lot of endurance, too. It's a lot of aerobic, into anaerobic, back to aerobic. It's, it's, a, it's hard. That's why soccer is one of the hardest sports physically, like, because you need endurance. But you also I need... I to differ. You don't agree that it's one of the hardest sports? Soccer? Soccer. No, I don't agree. Like physically. We're not going to talk about this now. <laughs> I'm saying just in terms of endurance. No, wise, go ahead. Keep going. Keep and going. like being a, like. This, this is going to be another talk about topic. Yeah. I could talk about that all day long. Don't, <laughs> so could I. Don't start with it. All right. Let's go. Um, Game on. I just lost my train of thought because of that. <laughs> um, anyways, I'm going to hold by my statement and say soccer is one of the hardest sports. But what I mean Disagree. is. 
I think that I'd be a better basketball player because I'm better at the at the fast twitch like sprint that that's why I played winger when I played soccer because I could sprint and I was a track athlete whereas soccer yeah you're making those sprints and stuff like that but at the end of the day like if you make a sprint you're expected to make it back to the right but it's not just about that it's also about your handles and those skills and I, that agree. Specific sport. I agree and that's a totally different area that I mean I'm going from your feet to their hands I'm, you know I know but I'm saying if I'm not saying I'd be like a division like basketball like a NCAA basketball player I'm just saying if I had taken the exact amount of time that I put into soccer and put that into basketball you think you'd be a better basketball player? I th- exactly. I think I would have been a better basketball player. And and that's not to say that I don't I don't regret anything. I love soccer. It'll always be my number one sport. But that's just my opinion. You know, mm-hmm. you obviously know yourself best. And I just truly think I would have been a better athlete in that sport. But so, yeah, that, you know, there's, it's such a, a weird situation because, um, you know, and, and that, as an athlete, like I chose soccer. I chose indoor track. I chose swimming. I, I didn't try to go out to the, the basketball team. Right, and that's the beauty of, of being an athlete is you are able to choose which sport you want to play. For the most part, and yeah. For the most part, yeah. I mean, you might not like, be able to choose the positions. You yeah. might be really good at, at some things. But actually, before I want to dive into um, the athlete's perspective, I, I want to bring it back to a coach's perspective because we, we talked about kind of at the higher level, you're going to put your players where they're best. You're going to put them where you know that they, they their strengths are going to outshine. And so thinking back to kind of the younger, more um, adolescent age group, yeah. how do you deal with them? And how do you look at that? Because, yeah, you want to put them where they're good, but at the same time, you're still, and they're still developing. And they're still finding what they're good at. Yeah. So, real quick, what do you, like, define as, like, what's the cap to, like, adolescent? Or, obviously, there's a number for that, but, what like, what year do you cut that off where it's like, all right, you're at the age where we're trying to win? Like, what would you say that would be? Um, I would, I mean, adolescents only go till like, early teens but then and then yeah. you're getting more into adulthood so i i would say mid high in the middle of high school is where so you're I would really say even gonna earlier. i would say even earlier i would say like freshman year i would say eighth grade is like your last year to like to like i want to do what i want yeah. next year my coach is Think gonna put it. me where i need to be i mean there are schools around like the area that i grew up in and each grade is like a thousand kids high school so if you don't pick your sport and pick your position to go after you're not going to get a spot on the team. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. So you know I, 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 feel, mean? I think that, like, high school kind of gets fogged up because there is so many, like... And there's, like, freshmen, there's parent JV. Po- politics, and, like, parents have to have their say, and, like... Yeah, but in, like, a perfect world. Yeah. In a perfect world, right? As, as like, an athlete yeah. in, in terms of development. So, to answer your question, I coach modified middle school soccer, 7th and 8th grade. Now, I watch them practice every day. I give them drills. I do the best that I can to be a coach, right? From the jump, you ha- as someone who is a coach in a sport that they've played, you know you got you get a feel for like a way a player plays, and you kind of in your head think about where they fit best, right? Mm-hmm. You know, my first day of every <clears throat> practice of like every year, you know, I get like five or six kids that stand out to me, and I'm like, yeah, like I got a I got a left footed seventh grader, dangerously good at that level. Mm-hmm especially for middle school because, you know, lefties are tough to defend. Now put that at a middle school level, right? 
So for me, I have a conversation with all my players and I tell them exactly where I think they should play and where they would be best at. Now, you're dealing with 12 and 13 year olds. Seven out of 10 of them are going to say, well, coach, I want to play offense. Everyone wants to play striker. I want to play striker, right? I had one guy that wanted to play defense this year and I put my team, I was like, listen, guys, can't play soccer with one defender. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have to start making some sacrifice here. But I, I'm kind of going off of what your main question was. But I let them play. You know, the first thing I do is, like, especially the first game of the year, I let I put them in positions that I want them to play in, mm -hmm. right? Now, I'm not Bill Belichick. I'm not the greatest coach of all time. But I think that I have a pretty good eye for this. I've been you think Bill Belichick is the greatest coach of all time? I think so. We're not going to – this is this – <laughs> we can't – yes. No debate going. I mean, he is. Seriously? Yeah. Who's better? John Wooden. John Wooden is obviously a legend, but like, again, we're talking highest level. Okay, we're okay. Sorry, wins. I didn't mean to figure out. Okay, just go back. Go back. Yeah, he's got more. Well, I don't know if it's more. but Even if it's more, that's NCAA. Bill Belichick has been in like 11 or 12 Super Bowls. So what? I feel like NCAA is, is even harder than professional because you you're have you working with professional athletes Okay, that's there. a different And again, they're, this is, they're basically professional athletes in collegiate as well, but like... No. It's two different levels too. <laughs> I, I can't. Okay, yeah. Well, so I'm not I'm not John Wooden, right? But I feel like I always have a pretty good idea of who is where where they should be, and you know, typically they succeed at that position, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I always I'm always taking like mental notes about what the players are doing right, what they're doing wrong. But a lot of the times, the positions that I put them in, like I for example, I had two center backs. They both wanted to play up top. They were walls in the back. Mm -hmm. Nobody get by them. And so you know what I do? And at what you do as a coach, make them understand that they are a beast of their position. As soon as I told them that they were nasty at defense, their faces changed. They're like, hmm, well, I, I kind of like center back now. Because you just told them what they wanted to hear, essentially. And this um, is working with middle schoolers. And this so is middle schoolers. You got to realize but that, that's, like, that's what I'm saying, though. The so age you, group that you're working with. You could, this is a different topic. You could also have a huge influence. That's why I love coaching, is because. Like we steer the ship, but at the end of the day, the players are the ones that are making the moves. So, mm -hmm. but you know, you could have a heavy influence on them, but long story short, like, let's just say I think someone could play wing and they, and I'm wrong and they just are not good at it, but they want to play striker at that level. I'm going to give them a shot to play up top. I'm going yeah, to give them a shot to do where they want, but I, I make it very clear to them. You know, I, I truly believe that middle school sports is it's obviously not about winning. I like to win, so I try to. But at the end of the day, like my main goal is to prepare them to play at the high school level, whether mm -hmm. that's freshman, JV, or varsity. In any position, too. In any position. Yep. But I need to. I make it clear. That I'm like, listen. Let's just say you are a terrible wing, but you want to play wing. Okay, fine. I'll put you there. But if you want to play at the high school level, you need to put in the work after practice to succeed at that position, mm -hmm. right? So. Now, after we just took the the scenic route of your question, up until eighth grade, I let them ha have fun. I let them experiment with what they want to do because at the end of the day, at the high school level, most coaches aren't going to let that experimenting happen. And I think I think every athlete needs to do that as well. I, I do believe that every athlete, um, no matter the sport or if you play multiple sports or just one, I do strongly believe that you should play every position mm -hmm. just you need to get the feel for everything you need to learn the different skills and what it takes in, in every different position you really kind of find a, a newfound respect for that sport too I, that's 
kind of what I went through. Um, but then I, I really like where you went with that. And I totally agree with, with absolutely everything you said. And, and then going to, um, going into the high school level is where you're going to kind of, all right, now we're going to put you in the positions that you're strongest at. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to build upon those strengths. I totally agree. And then once, obviously, once you get to college, it's, it's totally different. It's no, you're good at this position. You're going to, yeah. but I mean, then again, maybe not. You might get yeah, coaches that see other, different... other things out of you and other, you know, opportunities and. Which brings it back to the point. Sorry. I've, I've been wanting to say this before I forget it. Bring back to your exact point that they should be trying it because yes. it gets them familiar with that. Mm -hmm. Someone gets hurt. You got to fill in. Yep. Boom. At least you have some kind of experience. Or like you said, even all the way until the college level where it's like in high school, I never played striker ever. I played right wing and then sometimes right back. Mm -hmm. My whole college career, I played striker, but it was from previous. So I agree with you. I think it's totally um, a must to get exposure in every position because you don't even know what will happen down the line. You know what I mean? But I, I agree with everything you're saying. No, I, I totally that The same thing happened to me when I played volleyball. I was mm -hmm. an outside hitter my entire high school career. I, I was even a, a setter. We were playing a 6-2 and I was setting out of the back row and hitting out of the front outside. But then once I got to college, it was, okay, now we have a, a much stronger setter. And you know what? My, my coach saw that I was stronger on the right side being, you know, pin hitters rather than being just the outside hitter. And then I became a utility hitter and then I even hit middle and like, no. So it's, it's definitely, you got to have an open mind and really kind of, um, I, you know, understand that what you're good at, but also respect the coach and respect that they know where your strengths and weaknesses might be and that they're going to build upon that and help you grow as well. From an athlete's perspective, um, you obviously want to play where you want to play. I mean, like, like I said, like I, I loved playing outside, but then, you know, a coach saw that I was stronger and on the right side pin. Um, but you got to really keep an open mind and just keep that, maintain that work ethic. So I like how you said about, um, your track athlete who she's, um, great at one thing, but you kind of want her to pursue another, but she still has good work ethic, no matter what, like you still got to respect the, the coach's decision on they're going to help you grow no matter what. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that, you know, to all the athletes listening, at some point, <clears throat> you have to make a, an assessment, right? Because I think that there's two type of athletes to ask this question to. If you're just the casual athlete <clears throat> that wants to be involved, even at the varsity level, that just wants to be involved in sports and you enjoy it, but you don't see a future or want a future in terms of going to like the next level or having the bigger picture, then yeah, you could kind of do what you want, in my opinion. I mean, obviously, like, again, when you get to the varsity level and stuff like that, you are going to have to make a choice <clears throat> because you're not going to be able to play all over the place for the most part, unless you're a well-rounded athlete and can do everything. Right, but you can't play <clears throat> all five positions on a basketball court. Exactly, you know? exactly. So, um, but if you're on the other side of the spectrum, and let's just say you want to be you want to play soccer in college, right? You want to play volleyball in college. You have to make that decision to say, well, as much as I love this position and want to play this position, I'm just naturally better at a different position or a different sport for or, that fact. Or a different sport, 100%. Um you have to you know kind of come to agreement with yourself and just say, "Hey, I love the sport." And I want to make it to that level. So you have to make that that uh, judgment. You know, it's tough. 
you know, I, I put myself in <clears throat> back in the athlete's shoes and you know, I I love soccer. I think my best position was wing, but I was put in right back and I hated playing right back. And I was decent at it. You know what I mean? I don't think I was better than a right wing, but you know, I loved soccer, so I was willing to go wherever. And it brought you to the next level, to college. Exactly. You know. And I mean, and then so I bounced all the way up to striker. So you can really go wherever, and it's all about how you train and how you develop as an athlete. Like if you want to be a striker and not a defender, you could practice what you know drills that strikers do, not necessarily defenders. Um, but yeah, so it's tough. You, like I said, there's two athletes. You kind of have to judge where you are on, and you know which side of the fence you're on. And if you're on that side where you want to take it to the next level, you have to understand that you want to play your strengths. And that's mm -hmm. not to say like what Ali said and what we were talking about, about being well-rounded. You always want that, but you got to focus. You know what I mean? Yeah. You gotta... Sometimes you're going to have to make that choice. Yeah. Track is a great, great example. Like <clears throat> you could be, you could love to do the 100 and the 200 and the 400 or whatever sprinting event you want to do, but you might be a really good long jumper. And if mm -hmm. long jumping is going to, get you into the division one level or division two or division three take it do you know what i mean yeah and and this might i mean we're talking a lot kind of about positions too but this might come between sports i mean mm -hmm. think if you're a three three sport athlete in high school and you want to play it to the, at the next level i mean by all means that's that's more than possible but it's very very hard to do especially if you want to go to very very high level like division one or, or something where they I mean, every every division plays year-round one specific sport, but it's a lot harder to go to the to the Division One or professional level playing multiple sports. So at that point, you really have to kind of sit back and think, not only what, what are you good at and what you really can go far in, but also what really makes you happy and what you enjoy playing, you know? Because, mm -hmm. I mean... I remember us talking like you were a great sprinter and, and you have all these records broken on in your high school, but well, then you like went two, off two, two records. Okay. It's still a record. But then you went and played soccer in college because you loved soccer. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like you really kind of have to have to make that choice. And I remember it was, it was hard for me. I mean, I absolutely love volleyball, but I remember thinking, when I graduated high school, I was like, how am I going to go from playing three sports to just one? Yeah. Like, you really got to kind of sit and think to yourself, like, all right, do I really, truly love to do this? And, and I mean, that's obviously I, I really do. And, and the more you do it, it's you kind of it opens your eyes. But no, 100 um, percent. And I feel like, you know, we touched a little bit, but I want to throw a little bit of an optimistic spin on it. Um, we're not trying to, uh, not defer, persuade, persuade, not persuade, deter you from doing something like, listen, the, the episode we just did hard work versus natural talent, hard work will take you when natural talent fails, right? Hard work is something that you could have and do every single day. You're in control of that. So if you truly want to do something that you might not be your best at that that's not to say that you can't make that happen you know what i mean hard work and absolutely anything is going to help you find what you really love it, you might 
think, oh, my coach is putting me in one position and I absolutely hate it. But as long as you continue to work hard at it, you might get really, really good at that and then find a newfound love for it. You probably will get really good at it. Think yeah. about it. Anything that you put your mind to and work at every single day, you're going to get pretty good at it. A dumb example, right? Now, it's not dumb in my opinion because I love it. I don't, I'm sure you guys have heard of the game Rocket League. Came out 2015. I've been playing Rocket League for since it came out. Okay, it's a video game, guys. Just, but listen, just listen. I, it, I said it's. <laughs> I a didn't video know game. what Rocket League was before no, I met you. I know, but I said it's a video game. Oh, did I say it was a video game? It's a video game, and it's little race cars, and they play soccer. Yeah, in it's soccer race cars. with cars. <laughs> um, it's okay. Where are you going? With how this? much cooler can you get than that? Oh my god! But I'm just saying, you know, I don't play every single day, but I, you know, I I play pretty often when I have free time. And I'm pretty good at it. And but it's it's Are be, you? It, no, but yes I am. I'm champ three for those of you guys that know. Shut up. Um it's because I've done it for so long. You know what I mean? And because I practice those little skills, the the mechanics And that's in anything. And, but that, that's what I'm saying. And you could do it in anything. I'm, that's why I'm using that as an example because if you put your mind towards anything and just chip away at it every single day, you're gonna get good at it. You know what I mean? But you have to have a passion. Everything comes from passion. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If you love the sport that you're playing and you might have to make a sacrifice to switch positions because you're good at it, it shouldn't bother you that much yeah. because you have a passion for the sport, right? <clears throat> so, it, you know, that's why athletics is so cool because I feel like it always comes full circle. Try <laughs> <laughs> that again. It comes full circle and you could also relate that to anything in life. With, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Absolutely. So no, I really like this topic, and thank your your track athletes again for this, because that this is I really love like talking about this, and I know we went on like a million different tangents, and no. sorry if we lost some of you guys along the way, yeah, going off, and we were just rambling, but no, I really enjoyed talking about this, and and it's definitely something to think about, and just again, strive to just better yourself and better your situation, whatever it is, whether you want to be in that position or not. Just make the most of it and work hard. Yeah, exactly. And it's, you know, a lot of athletes, I just want to throw this in there, a lot of athletes kind of have pressure from their coaches in in terms of they kind of make it like, well, you only have to do this if you want to start. You know what I mean? Where like they So a lot of coaches, we it's hard to say because we kind of just agreed with that. A lot of coaches don't want their top athletes playing other sports. But... At the end of the day, I like, disagree with that. Well, no, I'm saying like we were saying, you know, you want to if you want to get better at a sport, you, you know, you have to you have to continue to pursue that. Yeah. But it, that's not not saying that you have to no, yeah. completely neglect all other <sighs> sports. I'm just saying at like the collegiate level it is. And again, it's doable, but it is very hard. So you really mm -hmm. got to have that drive and that and that um, good work ethic for it. Yeah. But we, I just want to make that clear that like. If you're a high school athlete, enjoy it. Do three seasons. Yes, absolutely, like, absolutely. You know what I mean? No, don't, I'm never deterring any like, athlete. Don't let any coach ever stopping tell... Stopping anything else. Yeah, don't let any coach ever tell you that you have to just do this and then you could do, like, my winter and spring sessions and, and that's okay. Like, no, like, you go through high school one time and you want to not only, obviously, get better at your sports, but you want to enjoy it. So if you enjoy playing basketball, play basketball. If you enjoy running cross country, do that. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. so... But... Uh, like we've been saying this whole time before we wrap this up, if you really, w if you, if there's one of those sports that you really want to pursue, you got to kind of got to give that sport a little bit of extra love. You know what I mean? Like you have to play a club. You should be playing club. Like 
or just even if like if you're not in the soccer season, just go juggle the ball when you get home. Get some touches mm-hmm. on the ball. If you're a volleyball player and you're off in the winter and you're in the spring and you're a female, because I think spring volleyball is spring, like men's volleyball. Men's volleyball is in the spring. Yeah. And you know, what do they call it? Peppering the ball, like. Mm-hmm. Practice. Just get some touches on the ball, no matter what sport. And I think, but I think that'll come if you if you really love the sport. It's not gonna be like hard work. Like, oh, I gotta go. Practice yeah, it's not or a something. chore. That's yeah. You're naturally gonna pick it's up an the ball. Opportunity. It's a. <laughs> you're naturally gonna pick up the ball and just like practice when you want, and and you might not even realize like, oh my gosh, like I'm just dribbling a basketball around the house, and like I, you know, that's mm-hmm. if you really love it, you're just gonna kind of find that. So. Exactly. If you're not getting yelled at by your mom for kicking the ball or in the house, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> Seriously. I still get I still get yelled at. So, on that note, we're gonna wrap this episode up. Thank you guys again for all the support. Um, we're really not pressing this podcast on anybody. So the fact that you guys are voluntarily listening pretty cool yeah this is awesome thank you so much guys so thanks for sticking with us i know we ramble and go off tangents and sometimes not make sense and get words wrong and say um and like a lot but (laughs) we actually have a lot of fun with this so i really appreciate all of our listeners and and giving us topics and all of our athletes and everyone we work with too so thank you guys go make a great day